Welcome to this special episode of The Building Code. I'm Zach Watovich. And I'm Charlie Bertwistle. It's special because we're talking about the International Builder Show today. We're really excited to have some wonderful guests who are going to be at IBS. We'll get there in a second. Before we get started, I just want to sh- do a major shout out to Charlie Bertwistle and his recent promotion to director of oh, data science. Geez. Really exciting. This man is an absolute genius and a stud, and he hosts a podcast for Thank you, thank you. A man of multi-talents, but well-deserved. Thank you. If I had a business card, uh, it would not say director of data science. It would say podcast co-host. This is the the title I'm most proud of. But I I really appreciate that, Zach. And super excited to be here today uh, with the International Builder Show coming up. Obviously, you know, the largest convention in the world for, you know, builders to attend. International. International (laughs) Builder Show, absolutely. And the two guests that we have on here today are not only going to be at IBS, but they are going to be on a panel with our CEO, Dan Houghton, talking about the challenges of becoming a modern builder and, you know, what they've faced and how they've overcome it. Um, And I know we'll get into that a little bit more during the episode, so I don't want to give it all away, but they will be there. Let's shout out the times real quick. What are they, Zach? It is on February 8th from 145 to 245. The topic is the modern builder. Uh, Our guests on the podcast today are going to be presenting with Dan Houghton talking about that topic. Katie Kath of JCath Design and Build out of St. Paul, Minnesota, and Joe Christensen of Cardinal Crest Homes out of Kansas City, Missouri. Two Midwestern friends close to Omaha. So we've we've got a a chance to meet them. They're really fantastic. Um, and, And it's also worth mentioning if you're at IBS, we do have daily happy hours in the Builder Trend booth. Check us out from two to five. I'm going to be down there at the International Builder Show. Unfortunately, Charlie isn't going to be able to make it on this one. That's what happens when you're director. You know, you just, you start to, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, You start to get into these positions. Yeah. You know, you got to let, you got to let the other people do the work. Right. I guess, except we do have, you know, VPs and directors and our CEO going. (laughs) So I don't think it's too important to go. True. Although I appreciate the sentiment. And you said, uh, what time were daily happy hours? Two to five. So uh, go to the panel, Modern Builder. That ends. Pop right over to the Builder Trend booth. Will we have the RV there? Oh, yeah. Okay. So find the giant um, blue Builder Trend RV. Oh, yeah. Um, grab a beer. Talk with Zach. Ask him how I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Maybe yeah. actually talk to, like, Katie and Joe and the real professionals. Right. But I'll be there, too. Well, you know, I, I'm super excited. Uh, this will be my little taste of International Builder Show uh, talking to these guys uh, today. So let's go ahead and get them in here. All right. Welcome back, Katie and Joe, to The Building Code. Uh, you know, Katie, I, I don't think you were on The Building Code before. This is your first time, right? So maybe I shouldn't say welcome back. But Jesse was on The Building Code a few ba- episodes back into the fall. And, and Joe, you hosted The Building Code um, or, or like you said, maybe you, don't, you, you yeah. won't claim it as hosting, but I think you did a great job. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're excited to have yeah, you guys Yeah, it's here. like a living room couch. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're <laughs> good. It's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's an experience. Uh, Charlie and I have been doing it now for, you know, almost a little bit, a year. Yeah. And it still feels like we're kind of, you know, finding our groove. And it's just one of those things that, you know, you really have to keep going at it. Um, you know. What we wanted to talk about today with you guys, though, is the International Builder Show coming up. Heck yeah. And Charlie's super psyched about it. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm the only person on this call that will not be at the International Builder Show. Um, so I'll be living vicariously through you guys. And yeah, I know. Yeah, we, we've, been, we've been trying to swing it, but he doesn't have quite enough pull just yet. Well, let's start with, tell us a little bit about your backgrounds and your first attendance at IBS. And Katie, I'll start with you. You know, what, what's, what's your perspective on the International Builder Show? Sure. So, um, so I joined, so Jesse started the company as a cabinet 
custom cabinetry shop only over a decade ago. And I was not around for those early years. So he and I are um, newly, well, 2015, I guess, and on is when we got married, um, but we were together a little bit before then. So around that time, we joked, I had sold a business. We came together. We decided I would help with some business development with his company. Instagram, social media was new. There was just kind of this eye candy or opportunity to say, hey, what if we took what's really beautiful and just try putting it out there? Back then, it felt like, what would we do with TikTok right now? What would happen if we put something on TikTok? So it felt the same way. What would happen if we just start teasing these images out um, into Instagram? And quickly, it was working, but it became very clear that we needed to get more serious about the design side of what we were doing. Um, the craftsmanship and the quality was there, but I just think aesthetically, we weren't really figuring, we didn't really have an aesthetic figured out. So I just took that challenge on and um, just, I'm not formally trained in design, but I, I, I know enough about a business and kind of the project management side from the, I often say a project manage, manage from my computer while our field guys project manage from the field. Um, so really just helping coordinating, you know, what we need X amount of square taking, you know, takes of uh, tile square feet talking to the client about what that means, where we need to go find it, what might work with the existing program or colors or choices we've made. Um, and then now we have a full scale design team in addition to our build side, but it's always been in the name of the business, but I think we weren't living up to it at all. So it feels like we really live up to, but based on that, I um, am really more on the KBIS side when I go. So I'm, I'm more interested, Not I shouldn't say more, but I've just, I'm really curious to see new releases, product launches, connect with brands, um, and I've only been one time, you guys, to probably the last one that we ever had was the only time I've been. Um, Jesse has been m many more times than I have, but every opportunity we've had to go in the past, I, um, I'll, can I just be really honest and just say, it didn't sound like a fun time to me. <laughs> and if I was gonna get on a plane and go somewhere, I'm not gonna go to a convention hall and walk around and look at booths. Um, <laughs> but I was, Mind was blown and my opinion was definitely changed when I went for the first time a couple of years ago. So now it feels like it's just a part of our business plan. Maybe we both, Jesse and I won't always go, but we're bringing a few people from our team with us this year. Um, so I think that that just, we might change up who goes each year, but definitely our company will have a representation when we can. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, Katie. You know, IBS doesn't sound that awesome at all. Um, so yeah, I'm truly glad I'm not going. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate the background. I love what you said there, uh, you know, about like not being formally trained and you just kind of like diving in and figuring it out. I feel like that's a super common theme that we have here um, on the podcast of, you know, that's, that's the new wave in construction, you know, uh, in, in the world, really. There's lots of new stuff popping up all the time that you can take advantage of. And a lot of times people will push against it because it's not the status quo. But if you're not constantly involving and learning these new tools that you're not, you know, formally trained in, you'll never really be able to keep up. So, you know, that, that's awesome background and obviously it's working very, very well for you and, and your company. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Joe, how about you? Tell us a little bit about your company and, and your IBS experience. Well, I will start, this will kind of give a good segue of the beginnings of Cardinal Crest. Um, 11 years ago, when I was a super senior in college, uh, I was probably a super, super, super senior. I was 28, <laughs> so you could do the math from there. I was part of the student competition for the uh, NAHB, and the student competition for colleges. They what they do is they have like 60 teams compete, and you are given a problem, and the problem is like you build a company on paper. Uh, the the year I did it, 
was in North Carolina and you were going to do a on your lot builder to create this company, do a feasibility study, market study, uh, put together financials, uh, pretty much create this whole company on paper. Well, the back in 2010, the market was pretty crappy. If you if, if you're in the market, remember, it was desolate. And during this time, so, okay, back up. This student competition uh, for the NAHB, uh, the actual competition, like the, the uh, culmination, that's not the right, I didn't pronounce that right, but the, the, the competition happens at IBS. So that's like you turn in your books, the judges review them, and you can still go to this. I go to this every year for my college. I went to BYU. I go every year and support the students. I like to see the competition every year because I've poured my heart, blood, sweat, and tears through this thing. So um, we competed that year. We actually got third at a bunch of schools, which was not what we wanted, but still good. Yes, thank you. Still good. Yeah. There were only three entries. But, <laughs> no, no, you know. No. Yeah. So what's interesting is during that time when I was preparing and building this team and then we, we built this company on paper was when there was like no, there was no jobs at this time. Nobody was offering me a job at a college. And during that time is when I decided with my business partner that we're going to start a company. And it was right out of college. I actually took Cardinal Crest is the name of the company I created on paper. And I took oh, wow. that name and logo and started a company from it. Yeah, might as so well. So it's pretty crazy. IBM reminds me every time of like uh, the really humble, slim times of Cardinal Crest. We started in 2010 with no work. We self-performed a lot of things. We worked into to build one model home, scrapping together as much as money as we could through loan sharks and family and friends, <laughs> sometimes mixing those two. Um, and uh, from there, the rest is history. We slowly grew into a custom home builder that does about 18, 20 uh, uh, homes a year uh, of very high-end custom homes. So I, I've gone, and then so backtrack, IBS, that's when my first, I was a student was the first time I went there, a super senior. <laughs> and then I didn't go back for a while because I was too poor. I was just grinding. I was a poor, I, we were the first couple of years through 2010, 11, 12, we didn't make any money. And so going to IBS seemed like such a luxury. And then one year we scraped again enough money and said, you know, it, it would be a good idea to go. And so that was like maybe 13 or 14 we went. And it was so awesome because I felt like for us, um, there, I kind of researched the speakers and there was a couple uh, business building consultants that were doing some seminars that charge a lot of money typically for um, uh, consulting. And like the classes were awesome. It was at that time is what we needed because we were kind of in our own little echo chamber in our business. And uh, he hit us with a gut punch of like, this is what you should be charging. You're not charging enough this, this, this. It was a really good kind of hoorah uh, lecture. I went and talked to him after he gave us a bunch of advice. And it was, I mean, from there, we're like every year we're coming back. This thing's awesome. And slowly it's become more and more uh, of a tradition. We go there, we, we see some of the speakers, we go to some events. We've, uh, we've got to know a lot of builders around the country. We're in a Builder 20 group and a lot of those guys are there. That now it's a, now it's a big party and I'm sorry, you're not gonna be there too early. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it's, a, it's a really good event and I, I love the business side of it. I love uh, just meeting with builders around the country. I love seeing the new products. I love rubbing shoulders with the vendors and, and seeing what's new and, and the design side of what's 
I think it's an opportunity to just get outside of your world and say what's happening around the country and be inspired. Katie, something that you said stuck out to me, which was kind of like, I didn't think it sounded like a good time. And so I'm curious, you know, when you actually went and got to experience it, uh, what, you know, Joe just talked about the relationships and the business advice. I mean, is that part of what changed your perspective to an extent as well? Like, did you have the same kind of networking opportunities and things, or is there something else that, you know, kind of helped you, uh, not convert, but you know, see, see that it is a, a time investment worth. And you know, anybody listening, I'm like, sounds like everybody in construction needs to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt like there wasn't, we definitely didn't give ourselves enough time. I mean, I built my own little itinerary and ran around and did a few yeah. things, but it's just, you know, along the way you stop and it's eye candy over here and eye candy over there. And, um, there's just so much information to take in. And then you feel like, oh, I just wish I had, you know, I could give myself two or three more days and, uh, we might have only been there for th- probably three, maybe it was only two nights, could have been three, I don't remember. Um, but definitely the content is great. The connections, um, you know, met some, a few, a lot of new people, but a few people that we're still in touch with. And um, I think even just, you know, Joe kind of nailed it with feeling like you're in an echo chamber, feeling like you're a part of this really, really big, giant community of people with across the United States and beyond. Um, and that you're just, you're really not alone and you're not, we're not perfect and we're not going to be. And, um, we had breakfast, um, with Brad from AFT construction actually not too long ago. And it was just like the best breath of fresh air to listen to him say, just, you know, just be really honest about some of the areas where they're struggling and having challenges. And you, you, you look on Instagram and other places and like, but really you're having the same challenges that we are here in Minneapolis. And you know, really at the end of the day, we probably have more challenges just based on the weather we're fighting right now. Um, but yeah, so I think it's just the community piece, right? It's just, it's so hard to get that through a screen or monitor or even a podcast can be challenging to convey community. So to be able to get in real life with people um, and just feel the buzz and the energy and the positivity and the culture, it's great. Yeah, it, it sounds incredible. And the you were talking about yeah i'm gonna try to not keep harping on how sad I, i'm trying to put on a brave face for this i'm like, gonna send this to the uh, events team charlie and actually they're listening well, right now and they're like wow we really burned this dude he is he's upset i'm starting a go i'm starting a go fund let's get it going gosh i i almost made it through that sentence until he started laughing when Sorry. i right, when i said uh not very professional sounds incredible serious podcast mode let's go yeah sounds incredible but no katie when you're talking about your first time there and kind of being overwhelmed with all the opportunities and having your itinerary um, i'm sure a lot of people listening to this uh that are getting ready for ibs this may be their first time uh so what would be like some advice that you guys would have on things that you want to make sure you hit this and this and you want to make sure to have time here are there any kind of tips or tricks that you guys would like to pass along i would just say real quickly not to bring everything back to instagram but um for me i just went to some brands that i was really serious about brands that we've worked very consistently with where i could at least approach them and say i, I had some information right i could i could name off some of their designs or product or material i could sound like i knew what i was talking about and similar with you know jesse on the build side um, so finding those tried and true brands, seek them out. You might not need to know all the latest and greatest because you follow them so much. Um, so that was kind of track A for me. Track B was who do I want to work with um, or what products am I in particular interested 
interested in or I'm maybe we'll get into this later, but I'm sort of a big brand person. And what brand means to me is a little bit different than what it might mean to others. But it's a little bit about how we make business decisions on our end is how are we presenting ourselves as a brand to our community, um, not just a design build firm because there's a lot of us out there. Um, so for me, it was just about the aesthetic of brands and who I want to connect with and then finding them before I get out there. So do I follow them on Instagram, sign up for their newsletters? Signing up for brand newsletters is so important because even now in the last several months, I know what our brands um, that I want to go see, I know what they're doing. I know what happy hour they're hosting. I know what booth to find them in. Um, any special speakers or keynotes or anything that might be happening at their booth is I, I know all of that ahead of time. I don't necessarily have to go filter through a different website to go find it. So. Those are probably the two things that I did then and um, are kind of on my list to do between now and um, when the show starts. For sure. What about you, Joe? I mean, she said it perfectly. I don't know if I could add much to that. That was great. Yeah, Sounds I like say, you need to work on your yes, list. Like, oh, I, I should do that. <laughs> Jeez, I know. No, I, I think you have to have a plan. It's too overwhelming if you don't. Um, and so I, I think you could, I think it's good to have a plan research, like, uh, like she said, of, of different brands that you like, and then the speakers as well. I really do enjoy some of them. I don't go to all of them, but there are, there are multiple speaking arrangements from people that you would have to pay a lot of money if you research them. Some of these guys are, are, are nationally known. And a lot of people that kind of flies under the radar. Some of these guys are, are very expensive consulting uh, business coaches and what, and so I kind of like going to those, uh, I hit up two or three of those. And then I keep a lot of flex time in there to kind of just mingle and, and check out the suppliers that I, uh, use often and whatnot, but have a plan and then, um, and, and then reach out, I would say, reach out to your builders who you do follow or, or like, and reach out and see what they're doing. I would say just echoing the culture of IBS, um, is a lot what Katie was saying. It's a time for all of us to kind of be a little bit more vulnerable about what we do. And we're all builders or, or remodelers or in the industry, if you will, whatever it might be, we're tech industry. And so it's a time to talk freely and to kind of, uh, you know, just uh, uh, bounce ideas back and, and, and be vulnerable about uh, the pains and ups and downs, especially this year, holy cow, <laughs> what a year. I love it. I mean, it's interesting hearing you guys talking about the thirst for kind of that community and knowledge. And I've heard that a lot on the podcast and in my time when I was a consultant for Builder Trend. Um, we hear that a lot at Builder Trend University where builders are like, I'm looking for, you know, someone who's dealt with this or, you know, seen this. So it's it's great to hear IBS also kind of fills that 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 void that builders kind of express pretty often. Uh, speaking of visiting your favorite vendors, Builder Trend technically is a vendor for our listeners out there. So make sure you come check us out at the IBS. I'll be there uh, meeting our customers. And the the you know segueing to you guys are going to be on a panel for us with our CEO Dan Houghton, uh, which is really exciting. The Modern Builder panel on uh, February eighth. It's the first session that we're hosting, one forty five Eastern time. It's an hour. We kind of wanted to kind of see, you know, what are you guys going to be talking about? Give a little sneak peek. Don't give too much away, but we're really excited to have you both there in person talking about it. And, you know, what are kind of the things that, uh, you know, the theme is modern building. What are the, the first initial thoughts that you're kind of thinking about with that topic? I think I, I hope to bring a different perspective because I'm not a builder. Yeah. My company does building. 
I don't, you guys really, I mean, you don't want me in a consult, you don't want me putting together numbers on what it's going to cost to, we do, remodeling is definitely our game. Um, we do a lot of high end and very custom remodeling, a lot of um, large two-story additions. We're not just a bath or really even just a kitchen remodeling team anymore. Um, but, but in terms of, but I understand the culture of our business. I understand what we're doing. I'm very much lead both, but I used to be in the hospitality industry. So we have a front in the back of the house, um, and we're the back of the house and then all of our field crew and then Jesse, they're the front of the house. So I spend, um, more and more and more of my time just creating a synergy between the front and back of the house and, have sort of realized I don't even understand how some companies who don't really have, I don't know, I don't even know how we'd be able to do it without creating that synergy. There's so much of a potential disconnect if our field crew doesn't have um, what the back, if our front of the house doesn't have, what the back of the house has and vice versa. We just need to be in constant communication. Um, but really in terms of what is a modern day builder, um, I, I, for me, it goes back to our brand. So for me in a modern day and our clients, I feel like I am my client nine out of 10 clients are me in the sense of sort of demographic where we are in our life. We have kids, we like to cook. We want an open floor plan, like what you see behind me. We need a mudroom if you're in Minnesota, that's back in that corner. I mean, we all sort of need the same things. Um, and, and so if we all need the same things, we're all probably drinking the same coffee. We all might have a Peloton in the basement. We might have our favorite pair of Nikes in the back. Um, we, you know, so we're kind of all behaving very similarly. And so when they when they are looking for a company, you know, renovation and building, I mean, it's it seems like it's a really sexy thing to do. I mean, there's there's no shortage of it. Everybody <laughs> wants it. Our inbox is probably much like Joe's. I mean, it's it's insane how many people have the ability and the want to take on these major projects, which is such a huge disruption in life, but no different than when you go to get a cup of coffee, they want the same thing from their build team. They want convenience, they want communication, they want a brand, period. So how are we creating a brand is where I'm headed. Love love that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really awesome. interesting. Joe, yeah. what about you? What are you, what are your thoughts on this, on this um, topic? I'm sure I, you'll get more. Dan Houghton will, you know, pull even more out of you guys. I'm sure. So, well, I'll, I'll just give a little. Yeah, yeah, we gotta save the give, material. I give everything away. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it won't come. They'll be like, why did you <laughs> got that panel? Just um, so I think you know, to, along the line, same with Katie's. I think this whole last year into, I think uh, disruption has been a big part of our lives, right? everything's flipped on its head and i was just talking about this this morning how like as a builder you can't historical context has no context which is so wild because that's how we run our business is by past experience but when now past experience doesn't hold water it's really weird i think as a, a modern day builder you have to be willing to disrupt things and i say that because we we started this business by saying hey the guys we worked for, what did we like and what did we didn't like? And they were true artisans, they were craftsmen, they were so knowledgeable, but the guys we had worked for, my business owner and I, they were rough and tough contractors who in the end, the clients respected, but didn't want to invite them over to dinner. They didn't, they were scared to ask questions. They were uh, the, the people that worked for these guys were scared to, to, to learn from them or be, again, I use that word vulnerable because that's a, I feel like a disruptive word in our business. And 
and it's even worse. We do commercial contracting as well. It's even it's still so prevalent there. I mean, it is a rough and tough business. And if you don't have thick skin, uh, it, it's it's it could be tough. And I think it's a problem. And I think that's the disruption that you have to have is that as a modern builder, you cannot be that way anymore. You have to customer service is at the is at the, the forefront of your brand or your company. And that's hard right now because Tell you the truth, I don't know if you guys have noticed, customer service is probably at the all-time low. Everybody is tired. Everybody's fed up. I, I mean, I feel like I go to a store and I could see to that person's eyes, I might ask a question that might be tricky and I could see how uh, uh, like just exhausted they are and they're short with me. And I think to myself, I know, I feel the same way. And I often feel like I'm the uh, kind of the cheerleader in our company, like, hey, I know you have reason to be frustrated. Like as a superintendent, you have reason to be super. What that what that owner is saying is wrong. They don't have grounds to be that way. How do we flip this on its head? How do we climb that mountain of customer services so that in the end of the day, because what I always think is like, it's our jobs in this industry to be the professionals. It's our job to, to, to steady the waters because people don't know, like it's a messy process. I mean, Talk about an industry, I'm, I'm building $2 million home, you know, I'll build whatever million dollar home and I'll find pee bottle stuck in the stud walls after the roofer got done. I mean, where else does that exist? I don't know if anyone else seen that, but there's bottles full of pee and they look yellow. And I, I mean, at one time I was doing a walkthrough six years ago and I had a child pick one up and I about lost my, uh, the owners didn't even know what it was. And I was like, oh my uh, oh my gosh so anyway sorry to digress but like <laughs> so it, it's a it's a messy business and i think the modern day builder has the, the mountain that we have to climb is how do we make it how do we make it uh a a a, a customer service oriented business not get railroaded by the clients i'm not saying that i'm just saying how do we calm the waters be processed systemized so it can be a fun experience at the end guess what i tell people this all the time this is like my first like i tell people i'm saying buckle up we're gonna have conflict resolution throughout this whole thing but guess what i'm a fun person to deal with even through the crap and so we're gonna have difficult conversations and we'll we'll uh we'll be easy going as we have those it's just part of it and and that is not what it you can have two ways this is the last thing i'll say i feel like again long-winded you can be the scary contractor and that works the scary contractor the rough and tough guy scares the owner to say i don't want to have that conflict resolution let's just pay it let's just deal with it fine he's so mean and mad and i just don't want and that that's a that's a it's a business model it does work and there's still guys who do it or you can be the other way and say hey what's the problem okay here's our standards here's our process through it how do we work through this? And I'm not, again, I, it's not weakness. It's not saying we give away the, 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 the barn, but no, it's, it, we, we make money, we stick our ground, but there's a, there's a finesse to it, a customer service uh, way of doing things. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a beautiful sentiment and a beautiful way to like run a business. I, I keep thinking about what Katie said about brand and how everyone has a brand and companies have brands and, you know, do you, I don't think you want your brand to be, you know, the big scary contractor. I mean, both, I thought it was interesting. Both of you guys touched on being really, really customer centric and customer first. And I know that's something that we preach all the time at builder trend as well, too. 
Um, and if you can get that to be your brand and what you're known as, uh, obviously that's going to drive a lot more business. It's going to make everybody's life easier. Uh, you're not going to see that disappointed, exhausted look on <laughs> as many people's faces. Um, right. so yeah, I, I love that. And, and I'm really, really excited for you guys to be able to get up there with Dan and talk through this, um, you know, with a large crowd, I feel like people that go to that show will, will learn a lot. I was surprised when I asked you guys what people should do to prepare for IBS. Either one of you guys said, come to our panel, but that sounds like the, the number one thing that they should do. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course I was given, come on. Yeah. And I, we will definitely have, uh, you know, notes, uh, in the show notes for the time and date. Um, so anybody listening to this will have the opportunity to come see you guys live, uh, which is awesome and, and learn a ton and become a, an even better builder. Yeah. Well, I think we're about out of time today here on the building code. We appreciate both of you coming on and talking a little bit about your business, what you do, how you do things and, and what we're going to kind of touch on at IBS. We'll see you both down there. Safe travels down to Florida. And uh, thanks for coming on once again. We'll be there. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Having me. Yeah. Having me. God, sorry. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Bye, guys. We just had Katie Kath and Joe Christensen on for their pre-IBS interview. Charlie, what are your main takeaways? Well, I'm personally super excited about their panel. And I'm not just saying that because we're, we're promoting it and Dan Houghton's going to be there, but uh, I was kind of taken aback by how similar their answers were and how similar it is to the stuff that we think about all the time with being a customer first organization, taking on new things. Um, like how many jobs have you had? Every job you've had at Builder Trend has been, you weren't trained for, right? Like you've kind of just figured it out as you go. Um, and I was definitely the same way in data science. And these guys are saying the same thing about the construction industry. So modern builder, um, taking on new challenges. How do you figure it out? How do you grow? How do you adapt? Um, I'm that's, I mean, that's just going to be an awesome panel and I'm glad I got a chance to meet those two since I won't in, uh, Orlando. It's going to be in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by Charlie being sad that he's not. Yeah. An IBS. I really didn't want to talk about it this much. So what do you think, Zach? What were your takeaways? Yeah. I, you know, I always love getting into the weeds with, it's funny because on this interview, it was kind of you know, I didn't expect to get to where we got about the connections and the relationships and right. all those themes that we've had on the building co a lot it just shows how special this industry is and the people that work in it. They do incredible work. They have incredible perspective. I love learning from them, listening to them. And I know that panel on February 8th down at IBS is going to be incredible. Um, talk about some amazing just business people perspective right. on branding and, and the things that, you know, when you go into the uh, business are kind of crucial for our modern consumer to an extent too, right. like their expectations, what Katie said about the convenience, right. And like the same expectations at Starbucks is kind of brought to the home building process. And I had never thought about it like that before. And yeah, it really kind of made me think, you know, what we moved past, uh, pretty quickly by was the fact that Joe presented IBS as like college project yeah, and then used it as a business plan. Yeah. We I just, know. I almost I'm just realizing like, that now we took that at face value. We're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. As one does yeah, <laughs> in 2010, yeah. like during the downturn, like I'm going to yeah. go start a business. So like that's, that's crazy. Amazing story in full circle. Now he's on the panel there. So yeah, we mentioned this in the opener just to close it out that we're also going to have a mini sode called right. inside builder trend. This is going to be a regular occurrence in between our longer format episodes. So check it out. It's airing when IBS is happening down in Orlando. Thank you so much for joining us on the building code. I'm Zach Petovich. I'm Charlie Bertwistle. Make sure you like review, subscribe as always. Thanks for joining us later.